Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a wonderful day today. I hope you guys had a great weekend as well. A lot of stuff going on in the news today, and so I want everybody to kind of buckle up and understand what we're starting to see here is I'm starting to see video after video from doctors all across the country now that are citing very, very concerned um, videos and remarks about what we're starting to see as far as with the spike protein shedding, whatever it is called. We're still trying to understand this because this is a very new technology with this injection. And what doctors are seeing all across the country is they're saying that individuals are spreading some type of illness after they've been vaccinated. And now We've seen the reports from Pfizer's own documentation that even recommends during their original clinical trials that they recommended that individuals who have had the experimental shot during the trials do not have contact with anyone that has not been basically unvaccinated or uninjected, so to speak. And what we've started to hear now repeatedly is that individuals, specifically women primarily, that have gotten this RNA shot are starting to have extremely irregular periods, some of them going on for two and three weeks, some of them not happening, some of them having the horrible debilitating cramps and so forth. I've been hearing about a lot of this. Well, now one doctor basically did a, a video. He came out as he was so concerned about it, and he basically came in and said that he no longer is going to allow anybody that has been vaccinated to come into his office until at least they've quarantined for 30 days. That's for people that have had the shot. He said he's got his front desk secretary is basically pregnant. He said he's got numerous other uh, individuals and, you know, that come in that are patients. And he said they don't want the shot and they're females. And he said he's not going to risk any of this because somebody makes a bad decision by getting an experimental injection. And so I found this to be very interesting because when you start seeing doctors come out all across the country and are extremely concerned about this, and they start making comments like this, and this basically uh, was Dr. Baker. And again, people are starting to question what's going on. I've seen people all across now be getting emails. I know people personally hanging out with somebody that's vaccinated, the person that's unvaccinated, they're sick in like a day or two, some nasty bug again. And it's like the same exact thing over and over and over again. I keep hearing it. So what is going on? What is going on with the spike protein shedding? I don't know exactly. This, again, is research and technology that's beyond anything I've ever seen. Because remember, this was never approved for human research, even from the beginning. It got emergency approval. The FDA never allowed this stuff to be approved or even tested on the market for the last two decades. They have they held a very, very staunch opinion on RNA gene editing technology. You can read the research on it. Then sure enough, we have this novel coronavirus that shows up in the country all of a sudden, allegedly, and now all of a sudden, not only do we allow this RNA technology to skip 
ferret and primate trials go right into human testing and have the shortest phase three clinical trial of any alleged vaccine known to man. There has never been a vaccine that was approved for two month phase three trial. As far as two months, that's all we have to know. We'll figure out what happens. It seems safe in two months. We'll uh, milk and twist the numbers as much as we can. And then they don't even get an approval on it, get emergency use because the FDA does not want to be liable for what's about to happen in the next coming years. So I just want to give everybody a heads up on this. I'm not telling you to not be around people that have been, been shot, that have been had this injection, but I'm telling you to use caution. And I know that sounds odd, but there is something very, very strange going on right now. And we are just starting to see the beginning phases of this because now finally people are starting to get this shot and have had it for a month or two. And we're seeing the downright side effects that are occurring all over the country. Now, of course, the mainstream media is pushing the narrative even harder now to try to get this RNA jab. I mean, they are pushing it left and right, telling people basically what's the stick on the carrot on the stick going to be. Another CNN analyst said that the other day. Uh, One lady, I told you guys last week, she's a doctor, a CNN analyst on CNN, and she basically comes in and says people need to realize that the point when they get their freedom back is when they take the shot. She said that. That is how blazing they're getting with this now, just straight up in your face. You do not do anything. You do not go anywhere unless you've had the shot. Now, the ironic part about this is even areas that have been heavily vaccinated, most of them are still locked down. Most of them are still telling people to wear masks. Most of them are still not allowing businesses to be open fully. So, again, we know the take the shot, get your freedom back is a complete and total lie because, A, They had to own you in order to take your freedom away from you. And B, that means they de facto own you if they can give you part of your freedom back if you obey them and get an experimental injection. We are free Americans still. You have the right to say no. You have the right to consent. Always remember that, Dad. What do you think? The the biggest problem is that people are just now getting into what's called a herd mentality. And because their friends are getting vaccinated, they go get vaccinated. Uh, yesterday, uh, my um, daughter went to the beach with some friends, and one of them brought her home last night, and they came in to speak to me, which is very uh, – in German, you would call it Vornehmen, which is very proper. It's the proper thing to do, so go speak to the parents. And it wasn't a date. They were just going out as friends. And I asked him, I said, well, make sure you don't take the vaccine. He said, well, I've already had it. I said, oh. And I said, well, why did you get the vaccine? Do you not realize there's problems associated with it? Oh, yeah. I said, well, why did you get it? He goes, well, one of my friends was going to get it. And he asked me if I wanted to go with him to get, get, a quick, get a quick jab, get a quick vaccine. And my response was, well, you know, I've got a barn out back with a 25-foot roof. I said, why don't we both go jump off the barn together? And he looked at me and goes, what? I said, yeah, let's go jump off the barn. I'll go jump off the barn with you. And he goes, no. And I said, okay, well, there, there you kind of get the metaphor, don't you? And he goes, well, yeah. He goes, well, what's the big deal? And I said, I said, buddy, I said, I'll send, you, I'll send you a bunch of links. I'm not even going to try to explain it to you. And I said, I can just tell you this. In one study that was done with the coronavirus years ago trying to develop a vaccine, every single cat, every single ferret died because they died of septus. And I said, it's just a bad product. And I said, we're getting vaccine shedding everywhere. Now, we don't even know how it sheds. Doggone it all. It's an RNA vaccine. It's not supposed to shed. And yet doctors are all over the country reporting all of these effects like Austin's talking about people throwing up, people with diarrhea people with high fevers, people being unbelievably sick, people miscarrying, 
people starting their periods. I mean, women in their 60s and 70s that haven't had a period in 20 years are having periods and start spotting and bleeding. I mean, this is some weird stuff they've injected into a whole bunch of people in the United States, and a lot of people are really being affected by it. Then I had another good friend of mine that I've known for close to 50 years, and they contacted me this weekend and told me they'd have their second dose, and they listened to our show. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't even know, don't even know what to say with that. Don't even know what to say. And this morning, I had to call up the uh, local airport to ask some questions over there. And, uh, somebody answered the telephone and I started talking to him and I said, do you guys, uh, have you had your shot? And, uh, the lady said no. And, uh, then she said, my husband listens to the Ted Nostrum Brower show. <laughs> Kid you not. And I started laughing. She goes, we won't be doing shots here. I'm like, okay. There you go. So there's just a random occurrence. And I thought that's kind of interesting. I had another friend of mine, uh, Carmen, who said that people are sending her links to our show now, Austin. So that's kind of exciting. So you know, we've got to ask ourselves a lot of questions. Okay. Let me, let me start off with it this way. Is any of this taking God by surprise? Yeah. We're going here today. Uh, the answer is no. It's not. You know, he warned us what they were going to do. He told us in advance what they were going to do in the book of Revelation. He knew there was going to be a one-world government, you know, one-world religion. He knew there was going to be basically the mark of the beast. He's omnipresent. Let's kind of get that back through the synaptic functions here of our brains and say he is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is God Almighty. He is the great I am. He is Jesus, all wrapped in the one to the triune Godhead. And we have to understand that God's got our back, you and me. We were born for a time such as this. Right now, guys, listen to me. The people that are listening to the show right now, we're born for this time. Me, Austin, Austin, our families. We are the tip of the spear because we talk to you about everything. We don't try to hide it. The other day I was listening to this doctor who's brilliant, and she was on with an alt person, alt news guy, and she did a great job, and he was basically completely and totally putting out disinformation again. He's, he's kind of an overweight guy, big mouth. So he was supposedly banned on YouTube a year or so ago, and now he's back up on there again. And, you know, he always comes out with this stuff. And what he does, he comes out with about – she gave out 100% truth. He gave out about 80% truth. And I and I posted it on the website. I posted it because she did such a good job. But I wanted to let you guys know if you watch the video, he's going to give you weird stuff like the Nazis are doing this. Oh, yeah, we he went there again. It's the Nazis, you know, and <laughs> every time you got to find some kind of boogeyman, you got to go out over there to one of the cemeteries in Germany. You got to find out where they buried the, the generals of the Third Reich in their uniforms during the war. You got to dig up a Nazi. You got to dust him off and you got to stand him up in the corner and you got to point your finger and say, here's the Nazi who's doing all this. And the response is always, but he's dead. Oh, no, he may have died, but his ideals have lived on. They're the neo-Nazis. And I'm so sick of it, guys. Hitler. I'm not a fan of Hitler. Okay, I don't like him. So don't 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 quote me saying that I like Hitler because I don't. What he did with the German youth and killing all those children in the defense of Berlin and all the crazy crap he did not listen to his generals. I just I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But he did do some things right. That's why he's Time Magazine Man of the Year. You know, and he got rid of the Rothschild banking reserve system, his Federal Reserve in Germany in 1938 and started printing debt free currency. Hence, the entire planet turned on him. All the other Rothschild controlled 
banks and companies and corporations and everybody else who had put him into power, by the way, and had financed and subsidized him as long as he was their do boy. So, you know, we have this whole situation going on, and we talked about this several weeks ago, I believe it was now, and I talked about how BlackRock and Vanguard pretty much run and own the world. And these groups of people are through the ancient societies, the ancient Masonic lodges, through the ancient Canaanite religions of Baal and Asherah and Moloch, through all of this stuff that we basically go back into antiquity and we find and we see that these guys are the ones who run the planet. They have, you know, they have since Genesis chapter six. So the question is, again, you know, because remember, they were here before the flood and after the flood. So the question is, why did God flood the entire planet and kill probably hundreds of millions of people thousands of years ago with Noah and the flood if he's a good God and he loves you? There's a question that nobody wants to talk about, isn't it? Why would he do that? Why would he be the guy that says, hey, Noah? We're going to flush the planet, and we're starting over with you. Why? Why would he kill all those humans? Well, there's a reason. They weren't human. Yeah. They were inbred with fallen angel DNA. They, were, they weren't human beings. They were no longer in his image. This is the same group that still runs the planet right now. They consider themselves to be different DNA, the Benindi Elohim, sons of the fallen. This is the group. So you say, well, God loves them too. No, he doesn't. Yeah, now you just heard me say that. Now a lot of you are going, what? No, he doesn't love them. Did he love the people on the planet that he killed with Noah? Uh, no. No. Why? Because they weren't his children. They had come in to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. God loves all of us equally if we're his children and we have human DNA in us. Okay? But if we're not, if we're here to usurp his authority, usurp his creation, destroy his children, he doesn't love us. He doesn't love those people. He doesn't, he doesn't care for them. He loves us as Christians. He loves us who basically are created in his image, who he still has a relationship with. So when you take the mark of the beast, and you basically change yourself and you become something else. It says at that point, it's impossible for God to save you. It's impossible for you to be saved. Why? Because you're no longer a human. You're no longer supporting the great I am. You become part of the problem rather than the part of the solution. It's kind of like this. You know, parents are supposed to love all of their children equally. And now some of you will sit there and you'll adjust your halo and you'll go, I do, I do. I love all of my children equally. Well, a lot of people don't love all their children equally. You know, a lot of people have really good children, and you have a black sheep of the bunch that decides they want to go out and do drugs and alcohol and be promiscuous and start selling dope and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, it's very difficult when you know a child is out there doing crazy stuff to love them. They say, well, I can't believe you're talking like this, Ted. No, I'm not saying that you don't have a foundational love for your child. I'm not saying that. But are you going to have favorites? Are you going to have a favorite child? You have this one child that's never given you a problem, who's doing very, very well, and who basically has followed the rules. You kind of like him better. You say, well, no, I don't. Well, okay, great. You can adjust your halo every day of the week. I'm good I'm good with you. All right? You say, well, can't believe you're talking about this. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep talking about it. How about that? So this is what happened with King David, with God. He was a man after God's own heart. God really loved David, guys. He really did. I mean, even when 
David had an affair with Bathsheba, who, by the way, wasn't some lily white, you know, innocent, you know, lamb. You know, she jumps up on top of a, she gets out on the roof and has a naked bath in front of David. Yeah, whatever. So that, and so then what happens is, you know, he ends up having her husband killed so he can try to cover up the pregnancy, marries her the whole bit, gives birth to Solomon, who ended up being one of the wisest men on the planet as far as knowledge, but one of the wickedest people that ever exists on this planet with his book of the dead and all the spells he did from all the weirdo people he married from all these other religions who were all worshiping Baal and Moloch and Asherah, which he also was involved in. Just thought I'd mention that. So is God always going to be the same with everybody? The answer is absolutely not. If you have a child that you'd like, he has favor with you if he does what's right. If he doesn't do what's right, he doesn't have favor. And this is why I always talked about, you know, I did a, I did a CD series. We still have a few of those left at the office. It's called Maximum Success, How to Live Disease-Free, Debt-Free, and Worry-Free. And we go into detail on the principles of success, the principles of failure, the principles of health, the principles of disease in the CD series. And we tell you what causes a lot of the different problems in all these areas and how to correct them. Now, why would I do that? Well, here's why. A lot of people that are Christians believe they're Christians, but they may have accepted God in name only, but not with a heart conversion. They may have gotten baptized when they were four years old or five years old or six years old, and they had no idea what they were doing. And then... 25 years later, you know, they're thinking, did I really get saved when I was six? Do I really need to commit my heart to Christ and to God and get rebaptized and accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior? That's a decision you have to make. But the reality is, is this, is everyone who does, is everyone who is claims to be saved, are they saved? No. The Bible says only a remnant are going to make it. That's like 10%. Now, does that mean of the population in general or Christians in general? I don't know. Uh, but the reality is this, you got to be right with God. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about it today. I want to talk about this because here's a question. Is favor fair? If God has favor on your life, is it fair? You say, well, what do you mean? I know Christians that are really blessed and I know Christians that aren't really blessed. Okay, let's stop for a second. Why? Why are Christians not blessed? Well, a lot of times they don't pray. They don't ask God to continue to guide their footsteps. They try to do everything on their own. They don't care about God's will for their life. Or they go out and they extend themselves and they don't pay their bills and they've got a bad beacon score and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Right? So you get into a situation where, you know, you're making a lot of bad choices, doing a lot of bad things, and you're wondering why God's not blessing that activity. Yeah. Now, a lot of pastors, what they do, they come, they base all this on tithing. By the way, tithing is an important part. Giving money to the kingdom is important. I'm just going to tell you that. That is. It's important to support other people and other groups and other organizations that you know are doing what's right. That's really important. But ask yourself a question. If I'm tithing or if I'm giving money to the church and I'm still not being blessed and I'm struggling, why is that? Well, there's a whole bunch of factors there. It could be that you chose the wrong profession. It could be that you married the wrong person. Ooh, I shouldn't have said that, but I did. It could be that basically your relation with God is not as strong as it needs to be. There's all kinds of things going on. You could have a spouse, you're continually confessing and praying and thanking God for his blessings, and they're continually saying negative things and basically not supporting what you're trying to do. It could be that. That goes both ways, by the way, men and female. It could be, be their direction. And see, this is what we have to understand. So this whole thing of whether favor is fair or not, is it fair if you like one of your kids more than another one because they're doing what's right, making good grades, and 
doing their chores and praying and doing what's right. And you got the other one who's running around doing drugs and alcohol and doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, it is. Favor's fair, isn't it? And that's how God looks at it. Think, well, I've done everything right and I just don't know what to do. Well, you know, maybe a lot of it has to do with your attitude. It really does. I mean, think about it. The Bible says that Jesus, as he's approaching Jerusalem, says, I've not yet achieved my goal. That's right. And so we have to have the goals. We have to have dreams. We have to have direction. We have to have focus. We have to have proper vehicles to be in as far as what we're going to do with our lives. Okay. If you're doing something that basically requires very little or no training, in many cases, it's going to have minimal income associated with it. That's why we have a variable rate as far as income in the United States. If you have something that's more specialized, you make more money. And so it's one of those things. If you look at it that from that perspective, you think, well, okay, what do I need to do? Here's what I told my kids when they were young. I said, it's kind of like this. When you're 12 years old and you're in school or 14 years old and you haven't started high school yet, it's like you're sitting in a giant room and you're right in the middle of it. And it's a circular room, the giant circle, and it has a 100 different doors going in all different directions. And those doors are all open. They're all open. So you can maintain your GPA, maintain your grades, maintain your education, maintain your attitude, maintain your credit score. Doors pretty much stay open for you. You start making choices that are bad, you get arrested. Now all of a sudden about half those doors get slammed in your face. So it doesn't make any difference what you do at this point. Those doors are closed. There are some colleges and universities that if they find out you've been arrested – they simply won't even accept your application, depending on what the arrest charge was for. So all of these different things start affecting you as you get older. And pretty soon, you don't have that many doors to go through anymore. You made so many choices, you're kind of like, well, I've got two doors. All right. Well, the reality is this. Even if you have two doors, if you go through the door, if you seek God's will for you in that door when you go through it, in many cases, he can bless, regard- bless you regardless of what you do. But you got to do what's right in his eyes. you got to continually pray. you got to thank him for his guidance. you got to thank him that your footsteps are ordered by the Lord. you got to thank him that he's giving you goals and dreams and aspirations that are going to be achieved. Now, why am I saying all this today? This has to do with us, too, right now, with what's happening with coronavirus and with this mess that's going on with the viral shedding and so many people sick all over the country. You were born for a time such as this. You are put here right now on this planet to stand firm in the word of God. You are put here on this planet right now to show these globalists, these Kabbalists, these ancient Canaanite practicers that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, that you can stand against tyranny every single day of your life and say, no, I will not submit. For me and my house, we serve the Lord. That's why you're here right now. Because we're coming into a time in this country that the patriots and the Christians have to stand together. We've got to make this work. We can't walk away from this and say, oh, well, it was nice. We can't. Now you think, well, it's awful right now. They're they're, they're prosecuting all these people for just talking about vitamin C or just talking about zinc and all of this stuff's happening right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why they are. But the reality is, guys, the seed's been planted. The seed's been planted. We all know that if you want to build your immune system, you take zinc, that you take C, that you take D3, that you take potassium iodide. This morning, since we've got some folks around us that have been sick, I took an extra 50 milligrams of iodine this morning. 
an extra couple thousand milligrams of vitamin C. I took, I took 50,000 IUs of vitamin D3. I took another 100 milligrams of zinc. That was this morning already. Why? Because I want to keep my immune system as strong as I possibly can. Gosh, it's so important, guys, that we understand this. Guys, it was for, it's this time today. This is now, right now, you need to be taking the Ted Austin Brower Show. But by the way, we have a Health Masters News now on Telegram. Health Masters News on Telegram. I need you all to sign up on the Health Masters News on Telegram. Really important so I can stay in touch with you guys. It's so important that we all learn from what we have been through the past year and a half. That what we've talked to you guys about as far as the tyranny and all of this legislation that they're passing, it can be stopped. Over there in Texas this past week, they had a school board election, and all of the liberals, mask-wearing, vaccine-injecting weirdos were thrown off the school board. And now they have complete control of their school board again. This is what we have to do. We've got to start it back at the local grassroots. We've got – with lack of a better term, we've got to be the community organizers. We have to be those guys. By the way, there's a really good article out. And it says um, it's on the burning platform, and I've posted it for the Health Masters website, and it'll be also posted on Telegram. And it says, the Great Reset, an ancient faith continuously renamed. Wait a minute. Did they really say that? Yeah. It was on to say, the welfare of humanity is always the alibi of tyrants. Those who can make you believe absurdities can also make you commit atrocities. The writings of antiquity claim mankind's desire to unite the world began six millennia ago on the plains of Shinar, starting with the Tower of Babel. Whoa, again, satanic religions. But that may be true. But in any event, and whether or not history rhymes or repeats, be assured of this. Nothing is new under the sun. Grand events have cycled throughout history. In America, they seem to climax around every 80 years. For example, eight decades ago, the nation was soon to enter the Second World War. Going back another 80 years, the country was at the brink of the U.S. Civil War, and little more than 80 years before that was the Revolutionary War. In recent decades, however, the birth pains of conflict have paired to modern technological progress, including the advancements in global communications, banking, here we go, and warfare. These innovations, in turn, have delivered new creations of collective centralization to wit, the emergence of international financial and political institutions, the League of Nations after World War I, which you've talked and we've talked about that so many times, the United Nations after World War II, and the emergence of the global groups that run the world in the wake of 9-11 and the ensuing war on terror. And this is a really, really, really good article. It goes on to say the modern mass media is owned by a handful of corporations and under the control of a few billionaires, I will add Rothschild groups, through BlackRock, <laughs> that's the groups, and through Vanguard who run the world. Now, he goes on to talk about the isolation of truth and purification, the transition, the integration of new reality, and all they want us to do as far as to believe their lies. That's what they want, because they want to change the entire world, just like they did with Marxism. The problem is Marxism failed because people were still used looking to the United States, according to their research, as the shining light on the hill. But guys, you know, here's here's what it says. Just but just as any deep program cult member will attest, people believe because they want to believe. And this is a seduction of COVID-19, the magic hat trick, if you will, in establishing the new system. Number one, the believers get to be the saviors of humankind through masking, social distancing and the reception of pharmaceuticals into their bloodstream. Number two. 
the believers get to believe that they possess the power through faith to manage the unmanageable. And number three, and finally perhaps the most important, the believers get to pretend that their cowardness is virtue. Whoa. The believers will scold the unclean for being callous, for jeopardizing grandma in the nursing home, but they don't care at all about the people who have died from the vaccine or for little children getting stuck like pigs with experimental messenger RNA. This because in the minds of the new disciples, the needs of the many surpass those of the few. Or as Karl Marx said, from each according to his ability to each according to his needs, the COVID cult. And it goes on to say, a lot of y'all can't tell the difference between science and dollar science, and it shows. Guys, it's amazing to me what's going on globally with all of this. We have internationally known people who've been in the health field for many, many decades who are basically leaving and retiring and getting out because they're being attacked so violently, personally, legally. All of these things are happening everywhere. Why? Because it's that little handful of people, that global elite, that group of weirdos through Vanguard and BlackRock, those Babylonian money magic masters, and their, how should I say it this way, worship of Baal and Asherah and Moloch, and the 60 million babies they've sacrificed to these demonic gods over the past 60 years in the United States of America. It's this group that has, for thousands of years, and still continues to manage the world policy. But guys, we are above that. We are set apart. <laughs> we are set apart, for we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that's why they're coming after Christians full tilt, because they don't want us to be around telling the people the truth. They don't want us to be here because we are in covenant with the Most High God. That's right. And he bought our systems and he bought our souls. He bought us on Calvary so that we could be one with the great I am. That's Jesus and that's what he's done. Guys, resist tyranny. It says if you resist it, the devil will flee. You've got to resist with everything you possibly can so that we can continue to tell the people the truth. Please forward these shows. Thank you. And please continue to support Health Masters. It means the world to us, and it allows us to stay on the air. Austin, what do you think, buddy, and what's your next story? Uh, well, that was really well said. I mean, that that's exactly – I mean, you were spot on with that. And one thing that I think people really have to grasp right now, and this concept has been something that has really gone just – it's gotten lost – and you made the comments earlier about, you know, favor being fair and certain things and certain doors being open at certain ages. What people have to realize is consequences are real. Now, you have to look at something when you're going to do it, when you're doing something rationally, you have concrete, rational thought, and you do simply, basically, you know, an ROI on something. What's your return on an investment, so to speak? What is this risk that I'm taking? Is the risk okay? Am I okay with the worst case consequences? And am I okay with the best case, you know, return? For example, you're speeding down the highway and you're doing five miles an hour over the speed limit and nobody's on the roads, just you. And you go, well, I'm doing 75 and a 70. Do I want to do 75 and a 70? Is it okay? Are the consequences okay? Do you get a ticket? What's the, is that going to be, you know, the main issue? You look at a business deal, say, I'm willing to risk a couple thousand dollars, possibly make a couple thousand dollars, or possibly lose all the money. Every time you go to make a decision, you have to look at the consequences. And again, that concept has been lost by a lot of people. 
where they think, and I've seen this a lot in the Christian realm, they go, well, I'm a Christian, so it doesn't matter what happens or what I do, it's God's will. And Dad's talked about this before, the lie of providentialism. It's, it's okay if I step out in front of a bus. If I'm supposed to die, I'm supposed to die. If I'm not supposed to die, I'm not supposed to die. It's all God's will. Well, the problem is it also says in the Bible, do not test the Lord thy God. So going in and doing certain things that are extremely, extremely risky and dangerous, that have a huge probability, highly likely you're going to die, you're basically testing God. You know, oh, well, if I jump off this building, that's why God said it to Satan. When Satan was tempting him, you should jump off this building. Your angels will catch you free at the bottom. Don't, don't tempt me. I know what I can do, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try to defy the laws of gravity to appease you, to make you feel better. And that's what people are doing right now. They're saying, it's okay. I don't care if there is an insanely high risk of becoming incredibly ill and possibly getting other people ill from getting this shot that we don't even know what it does. Like Dan said, it's not supposed to have shedding. It's an RNA gene editing shot. That's the whole point of it. Something's going on with this thing, and the problem with it is, like I said before, nobody knows except the engineers and scientists that actually made this what it actually does. And the problem is I don't even think they fully understand what it's going to do on a long-term scale in this large of a population. Remember, you could do a research study, and you can take 10,000, 20,000 people and do a double-blind clinical study. You can do that, and you can get pretty good you know, generalized results of what you're going to get. If you're honest about the results, if you don't skew the numbers, but even at that type of test, there's still no way to determine what's going to happen long term in a populace of hundreds of millions of people. There's no way, especially when you only do the test for two months <laughs> and you have no idea what gene editing is going to do to the human body. That's why the FDA said it. You can read the research 10 years ago. They said we have not approved FDA of FDA approval on gene editing therapy with RNA because we don't know the long-term risk associated with what it's going to do. So they were saying 10 years ago. Now all of a sudden, hey, business as usual, get a shot. And like that said, so many people are just, oh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. And then they get sick or get unbelievably deathly ill from doing a shot like this or any other decision. And they go, oh, well, it, I guess it was, it was God's will that I got sick. Well, it wasn't God's will for you to get a gene editing shot, was it? Was that something he wanted you to get? Why don't you ask yourself that? Why don't you really dig down and ask yourself, is this okay? Am I okay with altering my DNA? And is this the best thing that I need to do? If you're really on edge about getting the shot, pray about it. I mean that sincerely. A lot of people forget how to do that now lately. Instead of waiting and thinking about stuff and basically stepping back and calculating and researching and figuring out what you're going to do, people just immediately want to do stuff now. Instant gratification. I get it. It's the whole generation. Everybody wants it right now. I flip it on and on right now. Nobody wants to wait for anything. I, I don't want to wait to see what's going to happen to the shot. I'm going to get out of the way. Get the shot over right now. I don't know. Be darned what happens with it. It's not my problem. It's God's problem. He'll fix me if there's a problem. Well, start going and altering your DNA. I don't know how much he wants to go back in and fix you. I'm just throwing that out there. You start doing stuff like they did back in the days of Noah, those weren't humans running around. They were altered. They were different. That's what they called them, Nephilim. They were not made in God's image any longer. Now, I'm not saying this shot does that to you. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. 
What I'm saying is make an informed decision, make a calculated decision, and make a decision based off facts, wisdom, reasoning, and praying on it. Don't make a shot that can change the entire course of your life. Don't take it because you think it's the thing to do because your buddy's going to get the shot and you figure you'll go get it done real quick. Do your own research, my friends. This is something that's so important right now. Also, too, in other news now, there was an interview I heard the other day with Pastor Arthur Pulowski, and apparently they've put a uh, another warrant out for him again. He's the pastor in Canada that absolutely hammered the law enforcement when they came into his church and tried to basically cite him for not wearing a mask and not social distancing. They're the, it's his church, the one they came in with 200 200 police officers and stormed his church and raided it and occupied it and erected a fence over it. And he basically has said now Canada has made it very crystal clear that their law enforcement is going to do anything and everything to stop Christian churches from gathering. Ironically enough, they haven't been going after mosques or Muslims at all. Isn't that ironic? Now they put out basically a search warrant and on the warrant they basically stated that the law enforcement has discretion to use any force necessary to basically detain him and take him into custody now. This is what's happened in Canada. Because remember, Canada's always been under British rule. It's been their little little fiefdom up there still. And they're showing us right now where it's going. So anytime that you hear the phrases back to normal or get your freedom back, realize that's not going to happen if you allow them to keep taking it. Giving up your right to consent and taking an experimental RNA shot so that you can have some of your rights back makes absolutely no sense to me. That concept contradicts itself on the very premise of it. Remember, we are Americans, and we have to keep remembering and fighting for that. We've been blessed down here in Florida. Like I've told you guys before, this this is pretty much a free state down here. They haven't had really much of anything happen um, as far as trying to restrict stuff again lately, and our governor has been awesome at that as well. But I get it. There's some states that are not in that phase. They're still fighting for this left and right. And I promise you, you have to keep up the fight. Or if you can't, come to a state that basically doesn't doesn't inflict that type of pain and take those type of freedoms away from you. Just thought I would throw that out there as well because what's happening right now is very very real. Also, to another news, finally, people are starting to come to the realization that the housing market well we just lost Austin I'm assuming that we lost Austin because my video feed just ended so we'll basically uh, start this up I think Austin must have dropped his call so you have to give me just one second here to get pushed back up my, my shows uh, here's a uh, Texas nurse who was just fired for refusing the COVID vaccine. And her response, and she was fired, was, I just want a little bit more time. The 1970s. Yeah, 1970s with Jimmy Carter. And the thing about it is people don't realize if you look from pretty much this time, beginning of last year, 2020, Lumber's up 265%. Corn's up 84%. Heating oil's up 107%. Soybeans are up 72%. All this stuff is going through the roof right now, and it's not because of a massive higher demand more than normal in all the sectors. Some of it may be. So understand, remember, 
The boom is always big right before the bust. Make sure you have your preps and anything you need in place because I'm telling you right now, the next big one that's going to bite everybody real hard is food. They're already expecting food prices to be through the roof by the end of this year going into next year because, remember, everything's on a delay. Just because something goes up right today does not mean you're going to feel it at the store or feel it at the gas pump right away. Now, it's ironic. Fuel prices seem to reflect that very quickly. But again, that's because it's a very, very fastly, highly consumed item. Whereas you have stuff like livestock that's being fed food, then that price is going up and it's continuing to go. You have to understand that. So that's where you need to be again. Again, we have a lot of prices that we kept everything down still. We have the food buckets out. We have four packs on those. So be sure to check those out on the website at healthmasters.com. And, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters and continuing to get the truth out there. What do you think, Dan? Uh, you're on right, Austin. I, I apologize for stepping on top of you like that. I lost your feed for a second, so I don't know what just happened. You went off the air, and I started talking, and you came back on the air again like you were, like, magically reappearing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> so, guys, if I stepped on him, and we were both talking together, why do you think that would happen on a show like this today? Yeah, well, you, you, your answer is already – you already know the answer. This show is being continually messed with by the whoever the powers to be are that are listening to the show. And so you guys who are listening to the show today, here's my prayer for you. Those, those folks that are messing with it and turning me off and turning Austin on and doing whatever you're doing here, I pray that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I pray that you come to repentance and you realize that the organization or the government agency or whoever is doing this or you work for isn't right. I pray that you ask yourself a question. If you're really serving this demonic entity they call Einsoff or Lucifer or whatever you want to call him today, whatever your choice of names are for this thing, Baal, Moloch, Asher, pick a name, Quetzalcoatl. Ask yourself a question. Why does he always want human sacrifice? Why does he want you to kill children? Why does he want you to worship him? And basically, why is he a tyrant that basically forces you to your knees and forces you to kill the unborn and forces you to kill other people and forces you to Force tyranny on the people in the United States. Don't allow your Marxist ideology and all the things that you were taught as a child to cloud your judgment to this point. Think through. And if you accept God and if you accept Jesus Christ for who he said he was, he'll give you clarity of thought and purpose in your life. And you can walk away from these groups and these people to do this. You don't have to interfere with our show. You don't have to interfere with other Patriot shows. You can learn from the show. Since you're listening to them anyhow, you might as well pick it up. Do your own research. Find out if what I'm telling you right now, since you're listening to the show, since I'm talking to you directly today, find out if what I'm telling you is real. Find out if I'm being accurate. Why don't you do that instead of just believing the narrative that they're telling you to believe? Okay, that was a little sidebar. Sorry about you guys that are normal listeners. I just had to talk to the guys who are running the little show behind the scenes here as far as interfering with our signal strength. Did you know – this is from the Daily Mail – there is something in our skies. We don't know its intentions. There isn't a thing we can do about it. The Pentagon whistleblower warns failure to address UFOs could be America's biggest spy failure since 9-11. Well, his name is Luis Elianzo. He's a former head of the Pentagon's secret UFI program, and he said he had seen very, very compelling data about technologically advanced UFOs. The former head of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program said the government had a moral obligation to tell the public what it knows, 
the Department of Defense is scrambling to prepare a report on military sightings of unidentified aerial phenomenon because of Trump's executive order and what he signed into legislation, not executive order, what he signed into legislation by June the 1st. It could bring answers about the strange tic-tac-shaped aircraft that appear to be technologically superior to anything in the U.S. military arsenal. If the U.S. has been leapfrogged technologically by a foreign adversary, then it will constitute an intelligence failure on the level of 9-11, which, by the way, was not an intelligence failure. They worked together to make sure that it happened. And in July 2019, U.S. destroyers on patrol were suddenly swarmed by flashing tic-tac-shaped drones which were able to travel long distances at high speeds. So I'm going to stop here because we've talked about the UFO phenomenon many times, and we've got to stop and talk about it one more time here because now it's coming out again on all these national news. This is what's called a soft release. This is a soft disclosure. They're telling you, oh, we've got this stuff out here. We're not really sure what it is. And we're having these people like this guy who's basically under security clearance still. He can't come out and do a report to the Daily Mail without being given permission to do it. They're letting you know that Genesis chapter 6 was real. Now, they're not going to tell you Genesis 6 was real. They're not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you that that vision in Ezekiel of that spaceship when he's talking about the wheels inside of wheels and the flames and all the other stuff, that that was real. That the Bible has warned us for thousands of years that UFOs are real. Don't let that bother you. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall have eternal life and not perish. That's what God did for us as humans. That's why they hate us so much, by the way. I've talked to you guys about this before. And so always remember, don't let these guys come out and say, oh, we have aliens, and they say this, and they say that, and they spew more lies about this and that, and they talk negatively about Christianity. No, 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 no. What do you think they're going to do? This is the same group that was here in Genesis chapter 6. This is the same group that's messed with human genome and gene editing. For thousands and thousands of years. It's the same group. The difference is now we basically have technology that we can actually see these things and we know what they are. And we're not just walking around out in the desert, you know, wearing a pair of sandals three, four thousand years ago, looking at the sky going, I wonder what that bright light is that's flashing across the sky. We now know that we can track these things and we can also bring them down with scalar weapons, which is what happened in 1947 with Roswell. They actually had two satellite two uh, radar systems come to, to lock on to this doggone air, the ship was what it was ufo and it caused a scalar energy beam to hit this thing and they probably did it by accident and it put brought it down that's what happened with uf with the ufo in 1947 with roswell so just always remember that that we have that technology it's advanced we know how to bring these ships down and according to colonel corso who wrote the book the day after roswell we have space-based weapon systems that routinely shoot these things down and prevent them from coming into our atmosphere. And also remember that one of the other factors of chemtrails or geoengineering with all of this aluminum and barium they're poisoning the soil with and us with on this planet, one of the things they do with it besides implanting nanodust in you is to detect exotic propulsion systems in the upper ionosphere. All of these things are working around us right now. So don't pretend like it ain't real because it is. It is, but don't be stressed out about it because it doesn't matter. They've been here for a long time since Genesis chapter 6, and God warned us about it many, many, many eons ago. By the way, Disneyland, this is another thing just absolutely crazy. It goes on, will Snow White be canceled next? A revamped ride at the Disneyland park is sparking backlash over True Love's kiss scene because she's asleep and not able to give the prince consent when he kisses her to wake her up. 
Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not a big fan of Snow White because it's full of witches and weirdo and spells and all kinds of stuff. But it is an interesting story to read to children if you really want to mess these kids up a little bit. I don't recommend reading that. I'd rather have you read a story from the Bible to them. But the reality is this. So the prince comes in and he kisses Snow White and she wakes up from her, I guess, coma or drug-induced stupor from the witch. And she awakens. But she didn't give the prince permission to save her life, so therefore he's basically assaulting her. What a bunch of weirdos would say that to save somebody's life, you can't give them a kiss. I mean, can you believe this? They go, they went, now Bruce, Bruce Jenner out there in California, he apparently is running for governor or whatever. And now he's saying that it's not fair for boys to compete against girls in sports and that the transgenders in basically sports is not going to be allowed if he's governor of California. Wait a minute. This is a guy who's wearing a dress. Oh, that's right. Okay. He's, he's basically thinking he's a girl now. All right. That's, 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 that's okay. So how in the world can he be saying something sane? Oh, that's right. We forgot. Didn't he? he was on the Wheaties box. Bruce Jenner was, you know, he's a decathlon champion. He was one of the top athletes in the world as a man. And he knew that girls couldn't compete against him. But he's a girl now. What a twisted web they have woven. What a mess that we have this kind of stuff in the headlines. And we have to think about it. Of course, I don't think about Bruce Jenner very much. In fact, I quite frankly, unless I read an article that's actually talking about him running for something, I don't think about Bruce Jenner at all. I find him, how should I say it this way, morally repugnant. There you go. Austin, what do you think, bud, and what's your next story? I'm still over here laughing from Snow White's drug-induced stupor. (laughs) But no, you've got to remember, the problem with it is once you become an obnoxious, mentally unstable hammer, everything looks like a nail. So you now have to constantly go out of your way to find things to make you offended. I don't understand where I'm following with this. So what a lot has happened now is we've given these mentally retarded, and that's really what they are. They're, they're mentally unstable. They have a, a, a bad, bad problem as far as mental instability. We've given them a platform, and we've actually listened to what they've had to say. A couple times. And in some cases, we've listed to their obnoxious militant demands. So now they're emboldened. There's always going to be mentally unstable morons in society. This is not new. There's always people out there that are just full-blown idiots. They have to try to find something to be mad about all the time because their life is so reprehensible. and They have nothing positive. They have no joy and they have no Jesus and they have nothing that they can actually show. They have to try to hate on anybody that's not as crappy as they are. That's me. That's sincerely. That's what that's what happened now. Well, the problem with it is majority of times throughout history, these individuals were never taken seriously. People literally dismissed them as being mentally unstable lunatics, and there was like, that's that's the village lunatic. He's always ranting. You just just leave him alone. Just ignore him. Don't mind him any business. That's what it was. Well, the problem is now because of social, you know, political correctness and communism, they've always done well with bringing in people like this to basically bring down society. This all started mainly under Obama with the political correct. Anything you said about Obama was automatically racist every time. If you said, no, I'm I'm really not a fan of his his fiscal policy. This is not uh, the financial standpoint. He's not doing a good job. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that. That's racist. I'm I'm 
criticizing the president because I don't agree with his decision. That's something you can do in a free republic. No, 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 no. You can't say that about King Obama. He's he's my King Obama. Now you're a racist now. And it started slowly but surely. Now, anything and everything that they don't like, these mentally unstable idiots, anything they don't like, they automatically find a way to get offended about it. And so now here we are. Assaulting the other day, I didn't even know what some big deal. The guy that had won Jeopardy, white guy, won Jeopardy. Okay, first time he wins Jeopardy, at the end he's you know holding one finger up like first win. Second time holds up two fingers. Last time he holds up three fingers. His third win. Everybody goes, oh, that's he. He's doing the okay sign. That that's a white supremacy sign. Oh, he's a white supremacist on Jeopardy. Cancel him. Take all his money. He's not allowed to be on the show again. I kid you not. I just saw it the other day. They literally came unhinged. They said, he's doing the white supremacy sign. You know, the, the okay sign, like you do if you're a scuba diver. You do okay, so everybody knows you're okay. You don't give a thumbs up when you're scuba diving because that means you need to surface because you're having a problem with your regulator, your air, you're running out of air. You do the okay sign. Yeah. That now apparently has been deemed anytime you do the OAOK sign, that is automatically white supremacist, racist, cannot do it. It's offensive. Not joking. That's how far fetched these lunatics have become. And the problem with it is because they've got a platform and people are actually listening to their demands, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. This is why I told you guys before I have absolutely zero inclination about being politically correct. I don't care if I offend people. If I'm speaking the truth, that's just part of the truth. The truth is always going to offend people. Remember that. Facts are always going to offend somebody because somebody's not going to like it. There's certain things that are truth that I don't like. Oh, well, it's part of life. Guess what? You don't always get everything you want in life. Sometimes things aren't fair. It's just part of it. And so what you have to realize, the more we capitulate and the more we submit to the Mental instability idiots, mentally unstable idiots that are running around demanding you turn this off, you shut that off, you take this down, you throw Mr. Potato Head in the trash, you burn Dr. Seuss books. Anytime you actually listen to them and take care of what they're saying and actually listen to it, you are pushing their agenda further without even realizing it. That's why I've told you before, I will not at any certain point in time in my life will I ever capitulate and call a grown man like Richard Levine, who's a cross-dressing pervert, will I call him a female or a woman. That is an insult to females all across the globe. To take a grown man who's a pervert and sit there and tell everybody he's a woman, you have to call him a woman. Absolutely not. A, it's a lie. B, it's just pushing more mental instability. And C, it goes completely against the word of God. These are the things you have to start realizing. Follow your instincts and follow your convictions on everything, my friends. I cannot mean that, say that any more sincerely. So thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for getting the show out there. We're trying to do our best to expand the best we can, as much flack as we get. A lot of platforms pull us off all the time. That's why we're constantly trying to find different ones we're working on now. So again, thank you 
for getting this information out there and continue to speak your mind and stand your ground on what's really happening because this is a fight right now. We're not in a hot war, so to speak, as you would see in a World War II movie, but we are most undoubtedly in the middle of a war. With what you're seeing with the FBI, what they're doing right now, with what you're seeing with some of these governors, with what you're seeing with this chemical warfare is what it is with this RNA and shot. This is, this is chemical warfare right in front of our eyes. Just nobody wants to call it that. It's so important right now to keep your immune system strong, stay healthy, and keep up the good fight. Don't allow yourself to get beat down by this stuff. Continue to keep the faith. So again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Be sure if you need anything, check out the website, the Purple Sticks on sale for I think 15% off right now. It's product of the week. Yeah. On the front webpage. Looking at it right now. Be sure to vote for what you want to see when. It looks like the zinc and the B-complex are going neck and neck as far as voting on products of the week. So be sure to check those out. And again, thank you. Stay strong. Stay prepped. Continue to stand for truth. doesn't matter if it offends you or defends other people. The truth is the truth, and we have to continue to get it out there because the truth will set you free. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.